Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. <laughs> what up, ladies and gentlemen? Happy Friday. Hernan Cias here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host, the insurance bro, James Cias with Pipeline Insurance. And as always, we have another fun-filled, ready to go, ready to rock and roll. We're going to have a lot of good times right here in the Business Bros Pod show for you today. <laughs> <laughs> He's going somewhere. All right. Not really. What truer tale does one need to show the ineffable spirit of an entrepreneur than the one we're bringing to you today? Today's guest is coming to us from a remarkable new company that rewards those with the drive to be the best by sharing the company's success with all of its team members. A disciplined Marine who started her real estate career through the San Diego Creative Investors Association, this seller finance consultant turned mortgage lender is a welcome addition to the Business Bros Pod. Coming to us from the American Mortgage Network and a member of the Legion of Lowe's Loan Officers Mastermind Group. Please welcome to the show, Erica Hooper. Thank you. Wow, good, what huh? an intro. Uh, yeah, Everybody stuff. walks in being like, damn, that, that really is me. Oh, no, that is so me. Like, right? Right? Hey, hey. I got some right. Yeah, wait a minute. I feel like right? I need a theme song. Right? <laughs> my, my resume sounds <laughs> good <laughs> after <laughs> all. What's yeah, up with that? Yeah. Hey, I got you. You need a resume? I got you. Right? Oh, wait a second. Hang on. Don't call me for that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but intro, just show up to the show and we got your intro. That's right. Boom. That's right. <laughs> and you can take Thank it and repurpose it for your own for your own resume. It's fine. That's right. That's right. All right, Erica. Before we get into our conversation, I want to remind our our audience. I was going to say studio audience, but you are a studio audience. Hmm. Three hundred sixty five pairs of shoes was the goal for this Ooh. year, and you guys helped us meet and oh, exceed that goal. There was a bunch of smiling faces. Uh, so different, many uh, organizations that we we're able to to take shoes to. So, guys, thank you guys very very much. We're gonna have a new project coming up for twenty twenty, a clearer vision project for twenty twenty. So we'll see what's up. We're gonna be talking about this over uh, the next couple weeks and then we'll come out with the new goal for the new year for another you know helping project that we want to do so it's just part of what we do all right second gotta find make a way sure to that if all. you guys have any insurance needs maybe you have homeowners policies maybe you have auto policies workers comp general liability whatever it is that you need james is the insurance guy maybe you want to add insurance into your business maybe you have a mortgage office or something you're giving away all that money every time you refer stuff out we found a way to keep you not only respa compliant but able to generate a new income generation source using the insurance industry but you got to call us to find out how six one nine eight eight four zero zero four five or james at csfirst.com for all your insurance questions and today's show sponsor of course is casanova fish tacos fish tacos are so delicious the way they do it is a whole different ball game you got to check them out casanovafishtacos.com is the way to go maybe you uh don't have an event coming up but super bowl's around the corner they're putting out these uh fish taco boxes everything ready for you to go one fell swoop easy peasy super bowl party make sure you guys check them out casanovafishtacos.com forward slash or i mean 
CasanovaFishTacos.com. Let them know Business Bros sent you <laughs> so they can add extra stuff into your package. Boom. All right. We ready? Oh, yeah. We Woo. is ready to rock Woo. and roll. Well done. Well Woo. done. It's, it's like he does this every day, right? I know. And I haven't done it in a week. I Erica, know. Let's get to know crazy. you a little bit. Welcome to the show, Thank first you. of all. Thank you for having me. You ready? You excited? Yeah. You ready yes. to rock and roll? <laughs> All right, tell me a little bit yes, about yourself. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Yes. I'm ready. Let's go. Oh, she's ready. She's ready. <laughs> right, tell me a little bit about yourself. I, I want to get. I want to get to know you a little bit. Like you know, you as an as an individual. What what prompted you to get into this? You know, sell loans or sell something, earn a commission type lifestyle. Yeah, that's not a choice. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I actually got involved through. Um, I was. Uh, through SDCIA. Mm-hmm. I was actually just having some fun. I was uh, working from home with a lot of time on my hands, uh, actually as an analyst. And um, I started going to Chamber of Commerce meetings. There I met a gentleman named Ty Smith. He's big in the investor uh, real estate investment community. And he said, oh, you like real estate. Have you ever heard of SDCIA? So I popped over there and I was like, oh, Oh my God, I'm home. Like it was anyone who was anyone about real estate investing was there from, you know, bird doggers, whole, or wholesalers, kind of same yeah. thing, but you know, flippers from cleaners, lenders. I mean, literally everybody was there and they had great speakers every week and it was just fun. So you've um, always wanted to do like the real estate game? Or? I don't think so. Um, I've always enjoyed it. My dad has purchased and held properties for, you know, years. So on the weekends we were looking at all the homes, um, you know, track homes, things like that. So I, I kind of grew up every weekend driving, looking through houses. So it's probably in my blood, um, but it was never a, really a career choice. Oh, so it, it wasn't the thing that you wanted. What did you want to do? Like, if, if I can go back to like, I don't know, 10 year old, maybe 15 year old Erica. And I said, what do you want to do when you grow up? What was the thing that you were driving for? Veterinarian. Veterinarian? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you have animals right now? I do. How many? I have a puppy, a five month old puppy. Yeah, and you've had animals like the pretty much your whole My life? Whole life, yeah. Man, they play a big, big part of my life. So what what is it that like changes you? Like, you, you, in other words, like you have this ambition, this goal that you want to get into. You want to become a veterinarian, which means you got to go to college, you got to go to school. Right. You pretty much your medical degree, but for animals, right? Yeah. And and what happened? Like, why why did that change? Yeah. So life happened. Um, I was going to school, working two jobs, partying because I, you know, we talked about growing yeah, up in a yeah. sheltered life. So I was pretty yeah. sheltered. And then I was an adult. And I'm like, oh, I can party now and have fun. And yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> Wait a minute. A world exists. <laughs> and so, I'm living it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I ended up being a lot. And um, my then stepbrother just got out of the Navy and came home and said, hey, I want to go back in the Coast Guard. Come with me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Let's go. Like, let's go have an adventure. So I went and talked to the recruiter and didn't like where there was to be stationed. So the Marine Corps recruiter is right next door and I happened to do ROTC, Marine Corps ROTC in high school. So um, I went there and just said, sign me. My mind was made up. I just went through a bad breakup. Like all my stuff was in storage. I was living with my mom and I was like, let's go. Holy don't moly. Even, don't even go there. Oh, I was going to go <laughs> there, go dude. There. I was going to go there. I wanted to know. And that's like a question you need to ask. Like when, when people get to boot camp, why are you here? Was it a girl? Was it a guy? Like what is it that got you there? I, I, I would done. say there's a good like 40% of us that are there because we got our hearts broken. Damn. Yeah, really? That's, that's him too. That's exactly that. his story. No? Yeah. That's so crazy. Oh, man. I yeah. mean, it's like everybody, 
either has gotten their hearts broken or like while they're in boot camp, like there was all kinds of Dear John letters floating around. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. But it was really cool because the experience, because I didn't go there with any expectation. I didn't go, oh, I'm going to be the best Marine. I just went, I just surrendered to the experience. Like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I did no research for this. Uh, let's just go. So would you say it was the, the breakup that kind of killed the veterinarian dream or or no. did just kind of put like when you went in the military no, was, was that like a pause button no i was still in college and i was just like i said i was i was going to school i was working i was partying i was just like oh my god i'm not gonna make it you know <laughs> i was just and then i was just depressed after the breakup and then he came home and was like hey adventure and i'm like i'm in let's yeah. go so he ended up not going back in. He actually went to be a sheriff, of all things. <laughs> you lied to me, bro. He went, like, he you, said you, were gonna, you said you were going to re-enlist here and do Coast Guard. No, no, it's fine. He went in his own life. But um, yeah, and uh, he ended up in, and it was, it was a blast. It just total us under the experience. It was amazing. How many years? I only did six. I got out second enlistment for an injury. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you get out. You decide not to go to vet school, like right. So at the time, I was getting married to my then my ex, and um, we were stationed. He was stationed in Yuma, Arizona. So there's not exactly a school for that mm-hmm. there, and online school was barely a thing. And then we got stationed in North Carolina, which still no vet school. Um, I tried it; would have been I don't know an hour away. Got pregnant right away. Had my kid, and you know, such Boom. is life. So such is life. Yeah. So you decided to venture off into this mortgage thing right so you you kind of let life well didn't let life life kind of just happened you didn't end up going the veterinarian route what is it that like you feel like you wanted to achieve like if if you had if you can look back now let's fast forward right you're you know 102 laying uh, on the deathbed or or at your funeral right like what is it that erica wants to achieve and I've looked at that so much and I, I'm someone that has to create something, right? Mm-hmm. So anything I do, it's, it's this whole like project and it's my baby and I have to grow it and I have to, you know, like I'm not someone who's satisfied with just doing the status quo, having an eight to five. It, that's not it for me. Like, um, if I can have other people and grow other people, man, even better, you know, like if I can give them success or, you know, share with their successes, that's, that's kind of where it's at. But everything I do, it's, it's like a system. It's everything. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, well, I mean, so mortgage... looking back, I don't know, maybe just finally looking back and going, I built that, you know, I finished that. You have something that stands there, some legacy thing that you've been able to build. Is it, are, are you thinking more like, because I wonder about this, is, is it something that's like physically tangible, like a, a, or like a, like a thing, like a, I've constructed this wall type thing, or is it something like I've developed the system in place and many people are using this thing? Yeah, it doesn't have to be that. Like if I built it up and then said, okay, I'm done, knock it all down, I'd be okay with that. But I did it. But you I know? did it. Yeah. Just Look like the Marine Corps. Like I did it. You know? Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. Awesome. I did a great job. I did my all. I was successful. Crumpled it. Okay, let's go to the next thing. So what do you think is like the thing that prevents you from getting to that point every single day? Like what, what do you think? I mean, everybody has hurdles, right? Everybody has something inside mm-hmm. of them that's stopping them. What do you think is yours? If you can identify that's something. That's stopping me? Yeah. I'll give, I'll give you an example. So I had this conversation <laughs> with, with my brother-in-law yesterday, right? And okay. he's like, dude, I, I, need, to, I need to start getting myself healthier i need to start you know mm-hmm. going to the gym and doing that sort of thing right and, I, and i'm telling him and he's like what advice you give me i'm like dude at some point you got to decide that you value mm-hmm. that life Over. more than the life that you value right yes. now like what are the benefits <laughs> to you right now for being in the condition you're in like, there's no benefits i'm like there is though like you get to be lazy you get to not go to the gym you get to eat what you want like there's yep. you're just not willing to admit that that is what you like about it correct so like 
what what do you think stops you from achieving your your goals like every day there's 24 hours in a day and yet you didn't do what you wanted to do Mm -hmm. what do you think is that is that stopping yeah, I think that's with anything. I mean, I follow a spiritual life, you know, too, and it's the same thing. It's like you got to give up one life for the other. You got to give up this for that. And really, it's just getting in your own way. You have to make it more important than anything else, more important than the three Netflix episodes you're going to watch, more important than mm-hmm. uh, going out with your friends, more important that you've got to make it more important than, you know, perusing on Facebook or whatever it is. It has to be more important than that. It's hard to, like, actually do yeah it's a it's a um it's a habit yeah it's definitely a habit it's definitely just like going to the gym like no one i mean some people like it right but a lot of people don't some people do some people do but okay so you set out on this on this venture right so you set out to try to achieve to build this thing that you wanted to achieve Mm -hmm. right so you ended up taking the mortgage route so tell me a little bit about like how you how you decided okay you know you went to this investor thing you you met people that are like minded but something got in your head where like okay this is the path I'm going on honestly it was not a it wasn't like a finite decision um, which I kind of trip on that a lot honestly um, I, I ended up in it mm-hmm. in that. I really liked, uh, so through SCCIA, I met uh, Terry Lewis, great guy. Um, he actually retired a few years ago and is now traveling all over. Um, he said it was cheaper to travel with his wife than live in San Diego. So they were supposed to be gone, I think, a year, and it's been, I don't know, four or five years. It's cr- I don't know how long it's been. But well, you find the lifestyle you like, right? <laughs> Might as well stick with so, it. So, um, yeah, we were doing seller finance consultants. We were teaching people how to sell their home, um, and Dodd-Frank had just come out, and so a lot of people didn't know how to navigate Dodd-Frank and do seller financing. A lot of agents thought they couldn't do it. So we were educating the, um, the agents and also saying, hey, there's a whole new market here. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go show them how to do this. But I feel like a lot of agents were just afraid or they found it confusing. And it was a consulting, so they would pay us to literally do everything. And it was so cheap. Um, I don't, I mean, I just, I, I think a lot of agents just felt like it was too too confusing, too much. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I think the way he did it was a little differently than I would have approached it. But anyways, that's um, that's just kind of how we, we, you know, we did it. So I, and I, I tried to revive it once later on on my own and it just wasn't happening. But anyway, so the reason how I got into mortgages was uh, he was like, hey, come join us. There was only three of us at the time trying to take this business off. And he's like, come be the face, come talk. And I'm like, yes, all day, I'll do it. <laughs> you know, and, and he's like, well, eventually you're gonna have to get your mortgage license because we're writing notes. And I'm like, awesome, done. So I went and got my mortgage license. And then life happened. I ended up back at home to finish uh, uh, one of my d- degrees. And so I ended up just walking to a mortgage company and said, hey, um, can I just be a, a front desk person? Like, I just need a job, you know, just while I finish school. And he goes, oh, why don't you come be a loan officer? You have your license. And I'm like, yeah, I guess, yeah, I do. And so <laughs> I was thrown into it with no training or anything. And I had no idea that it was like commission, that it was sales. Like, But you were like, like deer in the headlights. Yeah, yeah, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. That means you didn't ha- you didn't come in with with any bad habits. You were like, I'm I don't know anything. Teach me. Show me the ways, Obi Wan. Right? Yeah. Like- <laughs> and I actually had a great guy. I, I, I feel like I want to give shout outs to all these people who like helped me along yeah, the way. Go for but it. like Gary Prudler with um uh. <laughs> I just read the name of your company, <laughs> California <laughs> Capital, and um, and uh, now I'm laughing. I forgot his name too. Anyways, um, yeah, they they just took me in and you know taught me. But then I had I had to come back to San Diego. This is my home. So this is in Sacramento. So I came mm-hmm. back to San Diego, and um, I mean I tried the hard way. 
I hit the pavement. I tried to, you know, learn the the relationship, you know, with the agents. And man, I had no idea what I was doing. I failed for months and then end up moving back up to Sacramento or actually uh, to Tahoe area. So I have a history of there when I was growing up. So I moved there, jumped on with uh, Crest Mortgage and it was like a refi shop. We called leads mm-hmm. and I learned about leads, how important they were. Man, I never turned so many loans. Like we just jumped on the phones. We called old leads and we just sold mortgages all day. So it tell me, like, what, awesome. was, what was that? What was that? Okay, so was it that you had leads and you learned how to work leads? That difference between when you were here and constantly failing or like no what, what, what was the biggest difference? Yeah, I had no idea that you could just buy leads and call them and sell. And so their whole shop was set up like that. They're like, hey, just sit down, plug in some mortgages. We'll buy all the leads. We'll put them in the dollar. You just sell. Here's the script. Go. And that made all the difference. Because now when I come here, I came back down here to San Diego. They actually closed their shop in Tahoe, moved to Arizona. So they run their shop out of Arizona now. They're doing great. Um, but um, yeah, so when I came here, I'm like, hey, agents, it's about this is the how leads. You do it. Yeah. Yeah. Forget door knocking. Forget all that. Like leads, leads, leads. It's all about leads. And um, to get even that mind shift changed is like, come on, guys, like mm. you got to you got to do leads. And a lot of people do Zillow, but man, they're so expensive and just there's a lot of like lead sources. But it's so much better when you can capture your own and just keep retargeting your own market. So that's really my passion right now. Like that's what I'm doing is trying to get agents to get their own like lead bubble and then just work that bubble. Hmm. Yeah, that's the nice epiphany you came up with. It's all about the leads. It's all about the leads. But, but but in a world where we can generate leads pretty quickly, I think it's more than just the leads, right? Like, oh, I mean, the lead is the know. very first part, mm-hmm. but you talked a little bit about, you know what to say when you're on the phone with them. You have know to. how to, you know, get them from being a lead to being a client to closing. And it's that's a, a huge step. Right. Those are big and steps. I think a, a lot of places, especially when they become an, an agent, they don't realize how much actual sales it is, mm-hmm. you know? And so I did, I started doing sales classes for agents. Like, Hey, here's how to talk. Here's what to say. Here's how to walk them through. You know, here's a CRM here. Here's how people call them once. They think, Oh, never mind. That's not a good lead. Like, no, it takes what five or six points of contact to actually have a sale. Mm-hmm. So, um, minimum, minimum, minimum. Yeah. Minimum. So I, I think it's one of those, this is, this is one of those cool stories. So you, you started off very insecure about oh. who you were going to be and what you were going to get into. You, I mean, you told us a little bit about your story over with the investor group and, you know, kind of just walking in or maybe give me a job at the front desk <laughs> to now, like, look at you now, like now you're, you're like, Hey, Realtors, let me show you how to do yeah. this. Let me train you. Let me help build your system. Let me help put you in a position where you can close more deals. Mm-hmm. That's a big transformation. It's a big deal. And then as when signing on with American Mortgage Network and Katon and the crew, man, they put they set everything up so that we can help them better. So we do like all their social media stuff. We've got the, the green room for them. You know, if they want to do all their ads, whatever, you know, we can brand it. Like we set it up because it's a lot of that mastermind group, the mm-hmm. Legion of Loan Officers, which is where I met everybody. Um, they taught us, I mean, that's where I learned how to do all this. And so they said, Hey, we're setting up our mortgage shop for, to help the agent. Mm -hmm. So we are so agent focused. That is, that is a completely different model. Like, um, they did a great job. I've met a couple lenders in my day and it was over the, you know, Hey, you want to grab a cup of coffee mentality? Right. And it was just an initial connection and it worked because I would meet with them and I would build a relationship with them and, Mm -hmm. you know, send over some business here and there. And that was, and it was cool for when, for when it was, but today's, I feel like the game is so different. You know, How's like in, in back then there was very little connection to like a social media. Social was interaction. It mm-hmm. was people. It was 
hi, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> right? Nice to meet you. But today, the interaction is completely different. Now, if you want to be my friend, what are you doing to scratch my back? Right. Right? Like, what can you do to help me which succeed? You, which, especially with recipe, you got to be really careful. Right. So there's a lot of that, like, you know, people are afraid to either, yeah. Well, it's, well. it's a step too far, right? Yeah. Because it, it, you're right. Respa has a lot of different compliance issues where, you know, I can't literally pay you for my lead. Right. That's against rules. But how can I provide you the support that you need? Like, what is my extent or what is my level? And whatever that is, I got you 100 percent. Yeah. Well, and that's what I like that we offer because there's no rest of violations. One, I'm teaching you sales mm-hmm. that has I mean, has value, but yeah. you know, non-monetary value. I'm helping you convert these leads with you. Like I'm running them through my system, too. We're working them as a team. Yes. Um, and yeah, there's there's no. uh yeah. Anyway, I don't yeah, know yeah. What you're, to say. you're, you're not worried about that yeah. <laughs> that sort of issue. No, kind of got off topic there. That's a that's a good <laughs> that's that's a great origin story for you, by the way. I mean that, that that's one way where we can look back and be like, Erica was uh was a party animal trying to help <laughs> animals, and now you're like a beast. <laughs> <laughs> now you're a beast helping realtors you become too. beasts of their own. Spitting words. Oh that's, how words. that's how it works. That's how it works. That's what I do, right? You should see him rap. <laughs> you should see him rap. Yeah, dude, I mean, but that's that's kind of cool. So, okay, so so this is where you are today, right? Right. What what is it that you want to go going forward? Because I mean, we we talked a little bit about you know where you know at your eulogy, what's going to look like, right? What you want to build. You've built something really nice here. So, yeah. what's the next step for you? What do you think? What do you think your future holds? Ah. Uh. I don't know. Like I try to, I get a little overwhelmed. I'm someone who does get overwhelmed when I, when I'm still putting pieces together and I'm trying to picture the Focused castle. Focused on the moment, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I try not to. Um, I really just want to get to this next step. Like I said, I'm just now launching like the, the actual sales training because I realize like how much sales training that Crest Mortgage gave to me mm-hmm. and how much I have to offer. And then even, um, I did some other call, like call style training before. So, um, I just, I've got a lot, so much sales training. I've done so much on my own too. And like I'm just hoarding all that. Like yeah, give that yeah. to agents to make you know, it. You know, it only makes me better because then we're referring business, of course. Well, let's talk about people because you know it's the best thing to do is talk about people yeah. behind their back. No, I'm just playing. Um, what What do you think is, are some of the biggest struggles that you see with realtors? I interview realtors all the time. I get one perspective. Um, you're talking to them on a sales front. You know, mm-hmm. on a trying to get them to convert type things. What kind of hiccups do you think that you see often? Like our common mistakes that you see realtors making. Right. So I see one, um, I think they get a little, um, they're scared. They're scared to pick up the phone, to actually make the call. They're afraid of the rejection. Um, they're just afraid to call someone that they don't know. This is on a yeah. big level. Yeah. Like there are some who, and I, the agents that were successful, I'm like, what are you doing? Like I'm calling leads. I'm on the phone. I'm like, yes, you all day long. But it's like, you can't teach that. They are so afraid to just jump on the phone and call a stranger. And so that is number one. Um, they're afraid to go out or change the way they're doing things. That should really be it. Mm-hmm. They're afraid to move to leads from, say, referral based. You know, they, they want their friends and family to give them. Or I'll call them and I say, hey, here's what we're doing. And they're like, they want me to do to get the lead, convert the lead, everything, and then bring them a buyer, you know. Done, ready to go. Yeah, ready to go. I'm like, yeah. oh, wouldn't that be nice? Can you give me a commission check? <laughs> I know, I would love to. I know. <laughs> like, we oh, I was so lucky. Like, no, you have to put in some work too with me. You know, like, I'm working it, but you have to do it too. So um, I just feel like they're, they, they, I, it's hard to show them the value in it, you know, if they're not right there doing it. Yeah, 100%. Um, so we want, let, let's, let's work through it though. We want to get the agent 
to be a producing agent, right? We want them to be working their circle of influence and growing their circle of influence. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the overarching goal, right? Mm-hmm. What what do you feel um, are your are your roadblocks right now? Like, what are the things that are maybe stopping you from getting an agent to come into the training or stopping yeah. you from, you know, meeting these particular agents? So I was, this is so funny. I was actually called, I was looking for a rental recently. And so a company called me and said, Hey, have you thought about purchasing rather than renting? They don't know how they got my name off some lead list, you know, yeah, yeah. Awesome. good. You're on the phones. You're who I want to talk to. Yep. It was like the new guy at some you know team. And I said, Hey, have you, th- you know, clearly, you know, leads like, you know, kind of even my little pitch. Here's what I do. And he goes, oh, well, we already have a, a lender we work with. I'm like, all right, well, let's add a few more, you know. And um, and then he was like, well, you know, and he kind of, and I said, well, what does your lender do for you? And he's like, well, he comes door knocking with me and he hangs out with me at open houses. I'm like, so he hangs out with you while you do your job. I'm like, oh, okay. You're looking for a but, friend? Or yeah, for- <laughs> right. But it's just that mentality of like, this is how we do it. My team has our lender. And so we're not, we, we already have this relationship established, mm-hmm. which cool. That's great. Um, but you can have more and you should have more. <laughs> I think you should have two or three, you know, mm-hmm. and then let us fight for the customer. Like, yeah. cause then the customer's only, cause we're going to, we're going to start bidding each other out, you know, start making it sweeter for the customer to choose us. So, um, I think just getting out of the mindset of it's, you know, I'm loyal to one person. You know, start giving a few, start opening up a little bit to what's new out there. You know, start opening up to, instead of door knocking, man, spend an hour calling a few leads um, instead of, I don't know, re- boosting a post like, hey, let's make an ad for that house. Let's let's actually get some leads for an open house before it even hits the MLS. And then, you know, your seller is just like, oh, my gosh, you already have 50 people who looked at my house and it's not even on the MLS yet. Like, yeah. oh, you're a seller, you know, like, hey, we can do those things for you. Let's open up a little bit. That's true. That's true. I like that. So, so I'm thinking, you know, some of the biggest hurdles that we've come across with real estate agents are their own, their own, like, I don't know, insecurities, I guess their own, their own demons that are stopping them from, from doing what they need to do. That, that as, you think is your biggest hurdle from getting agents to come over and be, be partners? I don't know. Cause I feel like a lot of them do show up. Like they, they want to show up. They want to do it. I think I, I don't. And that's just kind of the hard one is I don't know why they won't just say, yes, I'll try this. Or maybe because we don't have the big, the big Zillow name. Behind yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really want to put, I don't want to get. Yeah, it's all fine. It's fine. Yeah, we, we can say those names. <laughs> okay. It's not a big deal. Huh, well, okay. So, so what about the few agents that have jumped on board, right? Yeah. That are doing it. What kind of moments do you see in their relationship? Like there, there comes a time when you're working with somebody where you realize, oh, I made the right choice. Right. right. Like, like, do you have any examples of like people who've come over to work with you guys and they're like, I made the greatest possible choice ever. Like this is, this is exactly what I was missing in my business type thing. Yeah. Well, it seems like, and like I said, I, I just switched over them this year. So as far as this model, like I haven't had too many stellar people just take off with it. Mm-hmm. One, because, um, when I first started, I was literally giving leads away saying here, just help me work this. They were brand new. I met up with, a. Uh, Josh Tackens out of Keller Williams, and he referred a bunch of new guys. I'm like, awesome, yes, here's some leads, go work them. And they wouldn't call them. <laughs> I'm like, rogue, like, you don't give me any good practically stuff. Practically a check. <laughs> you know, I got pick up the phone. <laughs> right. So, um, so as far as like the one that just said yes, I mean, I kind of still have yet to 
see it. Like I've got a few, we've done some social media stuff. We've done ads. I mean, they're, they're starting to get it. They're starting to call. They're starting to work the system. Um, but no one, I think uh, Keaton has had some really good experience with some of his guys. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I came in a little later. So, but those, those guys are few, man. I'm still hunting for them. It's, they're hard. You got to weed them out too. That's uh, unfortunately in sales. That's something we come across all the time. We have, we are constantly struggling with the same thing on the insurance side mm-hmm. is we bring people on. We're like, look, let, we'll help you get a license. We'll help train you up on everything you need to do. We're going to help you with what you have to say. Like everything is here for you. And even though those things are set in place for them, one out of 10 out that of, we yes. bring on yep. like becomes a top producing person yeah. and it's not like they don't have the tools in front of them that are available right here we have Ending all the options it it's right here I everything you need is right here until you are comfortable <laughs> this guy's nuts on his calendar like like you know we we do the podcast every single day but if you look at all the other time slots in the calendar it's just agent after agent after agent you know fire putting out fire answering questions getting things done so like we're here to support mm-hmm but how do you find that person that has that drive inside that wants to do something mm-hmm. that that was the, that's that's the biggest hurdle I think we've come across. And yeah, and I, I feel like you're going to be end up in that same direction. How do you get across? It's those rough. People? Yeah. And I feel like they just I mean, they come up and they just they have to have that like internal fire. You yes. Know, they have to have it. You can't teach it. You can't pull it out of them. Do you think. Do you think you can light that internal fire in people? Do you yeah. think that's like something that's possible? I think so. You think? I, I, I've, I've always, I've wondered that. I feel like I don't, I don't know. Here, here's my thing. I think the fire can grow, right? I think somebody can have that internal fire. But I don't know if I can light as many fires as I want. I feel like I, I put out a lot of messages every single day, right? Mm-hmm. We have guests every single day sharing their stories. Mm-hmm. And I think the listener has to be in a position where they're ready to accept that message. Right. Oh, you know what yes, I mean? Like, for, yes. But they, you, they have to be ready. They have to be open and willing for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's a there's a great opportunity. You might have talked to a guy when he got his license fresh green out of, mm-hmm. you know, real estate school. And you talk to him and nothing you're saying makes sense. Mainly right. because they don't speak the same language as you mm-hmm. yet. They need to go out there and get some experience. But they do get some experience. They're about to leave. And then they see you again. You follow up with them later on. And they're like... You know that was everything I was looking for. I didn't. I don't know why I didn't start with you ahead of time. I didn't know yeah, why. Yeah, we've all done that. Yeah, we've all done that. But that <laughs> my, my, gone, oh my god. But that's my point, right? It's like it's like I feel like I can light the fire for somebody, but are they willing to? to are to they be. at the point in their life where they're willing to accept that message? And if not, how do I get that message across to them? How do mm-hmm. I put them in a place where maybe I can get their mindset in the right spot? Maybe I can I can tell them a story that'll get them in the same emotional state that I was so that I can have that same epiphany moment. You know, like there's a lot of different things yeah. that are going on in their lives, I but don't you, think. Know, you don't That's know what's like going with on. Sales. It's anything with sales. It's got to, timing's got to be right. The pitch has got to be right. So yeah, and that's the hurdle. How do you do it? How do you put yourself out there enough? That's a question. To where someone says yes. How, you do a daily podcast. That's how you do it. How do you- <laughs> that's the trick. That's the trick. <laughs> yeah. That's, but that's, that's the question. I mean, even in sales, you know, like uh, on a refi, hey, man, you're in a position, you're in a position, like you're going to, you know, or whatever it is, you're on a purchase, you're mm-hmm. there, you're there. And then even on the customer, wh- why don't they do it? It's, they're going to be in so much better position. So, you know, whatever it is, and they still don't do it. Like there's nothing you can do. Maybe like, it's a positioning, like, like I mean, it, it comes down to scripting, right? It comes down to being able to share with them the opportunity that's in front of them. I, I still honestly feel 100% that it's it's a very emotional-based 
almost everything we do is an emotional-based transaction justified with logic, right? So we're justifying the refi because it fits our budget or we want to reduce our rate or we want to, you know take away the PMI, whatever. That's the logical part of it. Mm-hmm. But there's there's an emotional aspect to You have to, to sell it. the emotional. You have to sell have the to. emotional. What is it going to look like when you have $500 more in your pocket each month? What can you do? What are you going to look like without that credit card debt? What do you mm-hmm. look like without this? Without the, you know. And then Which take I'm it actually away. kind of against refis a lot. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, but it comes down to... It for some people. But yes, it has to, yeah. Even the, then, the even then, like, the, I've had people ask me that recently. Like, hey, I'm thinking of switching to like a 15-year fix, right? I got like 25 years on my loan. I'm like, okay, why? You know, like, let's let's talk about what you're actually trying to achieve. Because there's ways to achieve it that might not necessarily be that route. Right. But that is an option. We can yep. do that. Let's talk about, you know, what is it that you want? Exactly. And that's a, that's a different type of conversation that it's you have totally to have with different. people. Right. Right. Yes. And that's what I like. Cause a lot of people that are just salespeople, uh, I'm going to get the sale. I'm going to close no matter what. Yeah. Great. Like they, those guys put up serious numbers. I'm more, I mean, I was an analyst, like numbers have to talk to me. Like it's got to make sense. You know, that's just on, 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 on the actual, the mortgage side, right? Like I will crunch numbers for someone all day long, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, yeah, when it comes to like join, you know, joining with you know with our team or like with you know with actually saying yes to to like doing the whole you know the whole lead thing together the whole the whole social media piece everything we have to offer when it comes down to just yes I want to do this and consistently like you got to show up you can't just do it for a month and then stop yeah you know you've got to do it consistently for you know six eight months and that's like the well well it's, <laughs> okay so let's go on it. this consistent thing real quick it is the holidays. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I've taken this whole week off. I didn't go to the gym early in the morning this whole week. I've slept in and I even wake up and I feel bad about sleeping in. I'm like, are you serious? Did I just waste most <laughs> of my you. morning? Yes. Right. And, and uh, but but aside from that, I've been consistent pretty much all day, all year. What do you what do you think about agents like in general when they're they're most of them have stopped. A lot of them have stopped about Halloween-ish. Mm-hmm. And then we've kind of yes. left. And now we're going to see them all come back in about a week. Mm-hmm. Like, engines blaring. You, what, what, what do you normally... What is it that goes on in your office? Maybe something that, that we can hash out in our minds to help those guys put, a, put together a plan to help them all throughout the year. Yeah, so it's actually cool. I actually have... a. Um a friend of mine walked me through this and it's actually a Buddhist meditation, but it is, it breaks down that main goal and it's really cool. Like I, I'm actually holding a meetup. I think I'm going to do on the seventh. I should have had that. I'll put it, I'll post it somewhere. Come back to me. I'll yeah, yeah, we'll post it in the thread. So don't worry. <laughs> but, um, so it actually takes your, your goal throughout the, you know, one, you know, one year, five year, even 10 years out. And then it, you walk it backwards. And so you can see actionable goals, right? So every day, every week, this is what I have to do. And I think why people drop off is because they don't see it right away. Mm-hmm. Or it's just like, you know, you're going to the gym. We're talking about going to the gym earlier. So when you're going to the gym, oh, you don't lose a pound this week. Oh, I'm a failure. I fell off. I fell off. Oh, I didn't have a sale this month. Oh, I fell off. Like, no, that's when you push harder. That's not when you stop. That's a hundred percent true. You know, but it's a hard, it's hard to push it harder. You have difficult. to have someone there when you're like, man, I'm just, I feel like I'm going to give up. They have to be like, don't you dare like, or Hey, look at all the good that happened. Look at how much you did. Even if it's setting up an email campaign, you, that's progress. You did that yeah. you know, or whatever it is, have someone show you, you know, but then you also have to have that. Okay. You haven't made a sale in four months. What's up, bro? You that, know? Yeah. That's a huge, that's a huge, <laughs> huge part. Like, I mean, we, we talk about like one of the, the, the things I've written up on my board, I have stories, right? One of the things that I want to help people understand is that, um, you can't do things alone. 
right? You no, can't, I nope. mean, you, you can, there's, there's so a limit harder. to what you can do by yourself, right? And there's, there's so many people out there who've been struggling, um, in their own businesses, in their own practices, they've hit a plateau because there's only so many hours in the day. They start yep. getting burnt out. They start not, not understanding, you know, the balance between having a life in their personal lives, between their, their business life, everything's starting to come to a head because they're capped out because mm-hmm. they're not depending on or not, not, able to open open up their relationship and and kind of feel like it's okay to delegate some things and they're not going to be 100 percent the way you want them but they're going to get done and you're going to you know building a team a correct team is something that allows you to scale what you're doing to Mm -hmm. help you to grow your own particular business to give you the free time that you're looking for so i I, that's one of the biggest things that i want to help people understand in 2020 is to build your right team but will you absolutely bottom line need to look at is your bottom line Mm -hmm. like you know there's 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 a lot of people who build massive real estate teams and they close a lot of transactions and get a lot of awards but you look at their net and it's not so pretty and and so you know when you have my opinion when you have a lender who's offering you additional services to help generate you leads that's something that you can add to your arsenal now you have your 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 vehicle is whatever it is in your real estate game that's your real estate vehicle you need to put people in the right seats on your bus exactly to help you achieve the goals that you want to achieve whether it's maybe you do bring on a transaction coordinator and that's going to help with your transaction but guess what if you're not actually having a transaction and they're not right yeah that's not the the correct and person a lot to bring of people on will set that whole thing up oh i need this i need that i need that and it's just another procrastination technique yes oh i need more education i need more of this I, i'm not ready i don't have my my business cards man who show up write your number on someone else's card who cares yeah. just show up and just keep showing up earn and, while you learn yeah right you're gonna fall down you're gonna make the mistakes you're going to Hell, it's you just going heard, to I failed, happen i fell down for how many i failed so hard i failed more than once yes what the, uh, more than twice more than i failed uh, share, <laughs> share with me a, a one of your biggest failures oh, where God. like so that people understand like <laughs> You're not at the top. Of, you're, you might be doing well now, but you weren't always at the top. What was what was one of those big failures where you maybe even considered walking away? Yeah. Um, well, actually, one of the one of the I don't want anyone. So I'm going to go back to the first one. At the first time when I was like, and I remember um, I asked a friend. I said, because I, I just kept doing it, and I just wasn't getting anywhere. Like I was still I was going to all the broker caravans and all the meetings and doing everything I knew to do. And um, you know, I, I asked a friend. I said when is it hopeful and when is it delusional that this is actually <laughs> going to be a thing, you know? And, but out of that, and I was like, man, I, sh- I should just give up. I should just go get a regular job. Like, what am I doing? You know? But out of that, I called uh, someone who I knew through uh, seller finance consultants. He was one of our real estate, or excuse me, one of our attorneys for everything that, you know, made sure we were all compliant. And I said, Hey man, like, do you have any, you know, extra work, or whatever? And he was like, yes, I need some forensic MLO work. And so we actually did this whole other thing. And I learned a ton um, about a whole other section of real estate, which was just phenomenal for me. And so I earned some money doing that. And it, you know, it was just as it came. So it wasn't like very regular, you know, but it was, um, it was just really cool. So I think that even if you feel like you're failing, man, maybe just take a little side Avenue, you know, there's something that you did there that, that I think is subtle that people kind of miss you correct me if I'm wrong, but you explained and you were in a situation where you were like, I need help. Mm -hmm. Like I need help help me develop my business, help me. But what you did was not a help me approach. It was a 
hey, what can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. And that was a whole different question. Like that, that to me, a, a lot of people don't ever get past the me, 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 the take, take, take mentality. You said, okay, I need to get better at this. And you reached out to somebody that you knew was in an industry that you're, you're trying to get into. And you said, what can I do to help you? It wasn't even, that wasn't a mortgage, right? No. That was something no. completely different. Totally different. But so the, much fun too. <laughs> but you got to do, you got, you offered your help to somebody. They got the help that they needed. And as a result, you ended up learning so much. Yeah. Well, good going on. I'm not so noble. I didn't approach it like that. I did say, do you have any work for me? Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to earn, you know, earn it. And, but yeah, and I knew this guy was just, he's just so brilliant in his field too. And so, um, yeah, I end up, you know, when you're, when you're struggling and you're in pure survival mode, I mean, it's hard to go, what else can I give you? Yeah. You know, yeah you're yeah. scrounging for anything you can. You're like, oh, I can't help you. I'm trying to get my stuff together. Maybe when I've made it. You but know? you know what, so though? I, I, I have 17-year-old kids that um, they don't, they haven't been doing well in high school. They're the ones who end up taking my financial algebra course, right? Okay. They're the struggling ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is the conversation I have with them all the time. I'm like, you should, right now, you need 30 hours of community service to graduate high school. Why are you wasting your time doing beach cleanups? Why don't you, if you want to be, you know, this rapper, why aren't you volunteering at a studio and giving your time? Even just if you're picking up tacos or something. At the radio station, getting their coffee. I don't care (laughs) what it is you're doing, but get into that industry. Mm -hmm. Like dedicate your time to whatever it is you want to do because you don't know what doors are going to open there. And and you don't, you know, or or you want to go work. Why are you getting a job at Chipotle? Why aren't you getting, why aren't you going and, and doing the time that you want to in a position that you want to be mm-hmm. in you say you want to be a veterinarian why don't you go volunteer your time at the at the hospital and decide if this is really something you want to do before you go and spend you know eight years at college getting a degree that you're just going to walk away from like you should be spending a lot of people <laughs> hit home a little yeah, bit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oops hit you a little deep there but I mean, you know like why are you not taking the time to do what it is you say you want to do and i think a lot of that has to do with you know, we start worrying about what other people think about us, like well, whether it's mom and dad. And, or... and and there's the pressure, the, oh, I have to get a job right now. Let me get the easiest job, the job right now, the mm-hmm. job that my friends are getting instead of thinking outside the box. But you're not going to be happy. No, no. I mean, if you would have quit and got a nine to five, you think you would have been happy? The flexibility, you would have paid your bills, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, no, I but, wouldn't. But would you be... No. Would you be smiling every day? Would you love to get up to? Oh, don't get me work? wrong. I'm not smiling every day. Let's put it out there. It is hard as hell. <laughs> there are some days I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I want to go work at Chipotle. <laughs> Feel that? Like, what have I? What have I done? Well, but, I, um, I think it's. I think it no, means you're it. you're you're on the right track. Yeah. Like it, it to me, that's like you've loaded up your plate with things and you have problems to solve and you're trying to decide which one you're going to solve first. That's but the fun, though. That, right? It's, well, not not when they're all piled up on your plate. No, it can get way overwhelming. It can. But that's when, hey, guys, hire a VA. Seriously. Like, Upwork. Anywhere you can get cheap work, man. Your 17-year-old kid, whatever. You know, if, they, if you got a new agent or something, man, put those guys to work. Like, don't think you have to do it all yourself. You know, that's what you're saying, yeah, the teamwork thing. But, man, delegate the small stuff. Replying to emails, delegate it, man. Doing initial scheduling calls, delegate it. You don't need you don't need to do that. Like your time is worth so much more valuable being doing what you do. Says the person who wears three hats. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> but the, but the reason why you end up doing that, and I think a lot of people do, is because they don't know what that one thing is. Right. Yeah. They've got to get super focused. Yes. And that you know, it's the thing I like about the the you know the 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 class I'm doing for 2020 is just that it helps you see how folk what your thing is. 
you know, so the it's one thing, the one thing, do figure one out thing your one well, thing right? that you're good at and delegate the rest. And that's, you know, and honestly in, in our insurance agency, we're, we're at that point. Like he, you can't tell, but like he might be losing his hair over there. Like he's going crazy with like no all way. the responsibility, no way, <laughs> all the responsibility <laughs> going on and, and every, all the systems that he's putting in place. And we're, we're at that point where we're like, okay, this system is ready. Time to hand it off. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Trust Time to hand it off. And, and it's, it's both scary and, uh, exciting, exciting at the same time. And I mean, 2020 is going to be one of those awesome years that, uh, it's, it's, we're already running. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to, to gain speed and hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, if we trip and fall, <laughs> dust it off and just keep going. But well, systems are hard even to create. I mean, Oh yeah. Just- that is not my forte they can be overwhelming themselves. Like even just setting up a system, like, okay, so we get agents in, we run through this, we do this, we do that. Like that, even just seeing it, mm-hmm. you know, and building that, I mean, hell, that took months, you know? I mean, and it's, you think it's so simple. Oh, just put them no. on, you know. No, and then you're going to turn it on and people are going to fall off the belt and, and trip and fall. And be like, whoa, okay, time to, you yeah. know, let's take yep. a step back yep. and let's, let's fix these I've little done it holes. A few times. Yeah, that's yeah. just the way it is. But trial and error. But before you know it, you have a running, fully functioning, well-oiled machine. But even without that, so um, I there's another group that I, I joined a, a while ago, and I was looking at when he first released it, and it was like, so I, I kind of came in midstream. So they've got like this, the hot new one coming out now, like mm-hmm. that's all very nice. But originally it wasn't, it was kind of janky. And like, so you could see the old stuff and the, and the newer stuff. So I came in kind of gen two yeah yeah you know but like gen one i look back and i'm like man this looks terrible sell this but this is how he started (laughs) yeah and it was so cool that he put it out and just he saw like you got to see the whole thing and so it doesn't have to be perfect google lives their life through the beta program right like we're testing it it's not perfect and in as long as people understand that it's not perfect Mm -hmm. but it's saving you this much time or saving you this much money or helping you do this thing like that's a win. And you know what? The client never knows. The client never knows, <laughs> and that's the key. <laughs> Only right. you know. Only you know. That it's Gen 1. <laughs> All right, Erica. I've asked you a ton of questions, so I'm going to get to the point where you get to ask me know, or James a question. So while you think of that, I'm going to remind our audience, ladies and gents, I want to say thank you guys very much for the 365-plus pairs of shoes that you guys helped us generate. Uh, and next year, we're going to do something, maybe keep the same goal for the shoes and add something else. Maybe we're going to go to blankets or hoodies. I don't know. We haven't decided yet. But thank you guys very much for all your help. James is the insurance guy. So if you guys need help with your homeowners, your auto, commercial, workers comp, whatever li- whatever insurance business you need, uh, we pretty much got you covered with the exception of karma. Karma is the only <laughs> thing that we don't really cover. So be good out there. Be good. Remember, Santa's checking his list twice, even though it's after Christmas. All right. Uh, but it, maybe you want to add insurance into your business. Maybe you have a mortgage company or a tax office. Adding insurance into your business is an extra revenue stream where we do all the heavy lifting, but cut you a check. Find out how 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. Casanova Fish Tacos is our show sponsor. Make sure you guys go out and get some fish tacos. There's an underground taco club. All you got to do is hit me up and I'll let you know when the next one is so you can come out and taste it maybe we'll set up a private business bros tasting i don't know but you guys might want to check it out for super bowl sunday one box fish tacos all set ready for you to go casanovafishtacos.com let them know business bros sent you so that they'll add extra stuff into your package all right erica you ready yes shoot all right question i know why you got out of real estate and into this Mm -hmm. um so just real quick, what made you say yes to real estate in the first place? Yes to real estate in the first place. So um, 
the very first book I ever picked up was uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Of course, right. Robert Kiyosaki, Kiyosaki right? Absolutely. And so basically, you know, spend your life buying assets, don't buy liabilities, you'll be in a good spot, build businesses, invest in real estate. Mm-hmm. So that was in our head, you know, since, since day one, since I was like 18, 19 years old. And so we did that. We started, we bought our first house when we were 20. Mom and dad helped us do that. And then we went about another place in Vegas, made a mistake buying that place in Vegas because it wasn't cash flowing. Learned, well, well, no, I mean, we ended up making money, but it was one of those where like when we bought it and we, we closed, we're like, oh shit, what did we do? <laughs> we're going to lose money. How do we fix it? We did a lease option thing, fixed it. Everything worked out great. Um, so education, right? Helped that. Um, and then we started flipping some properties. And at some point I was like, dude, I'm, I need to just get my license and stop mm-hmm. paying commissions stop out. Paying commissions, yeah. So I got my license and then I started doing some representation. And then the wife was like, I want you home on the weekends and the right. evenings. And so I still have my license today. I'm still brokered with the XP. Um, but now it's like if, if people want to ask me questions because they do all the time, it's, it's more like a, I'm the professional referral now. So yeah. I have my insurance license. You need help with, with insurance. I can put you over here. You need help with real estate. I can put you over here. You need a mortgage. I can put you over here. Now it's that, like I'm the liaison for people. So I'm keeping the licenses because I I honestly, I'm, I'm a big proponent of build your team, build it right. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to build your team, like you don't want to actually have people that you hire, that's cool. You can get professional licenses as long as you hold the professional designation. Yep. You can talk about what it is that yep. you're talking about and you can get paid for those <laughs> yeah, things. Absolutely. So, you know, figure out how to build your team the way you want it to be built to achieve the goal that you want to achieve. And this is, you know, maintaining my real estate license, which I just renewed. Cheap plug. How do you get licenses? Cheap plug. It's really simple. You see this guy right behind me, MikeRust.org. They're one of our business partners. And so if you guys need any license, you need a tax license, you need an insurance license, life or PNC, you need a real estate license. Maybe you want to be a notary. Uh, maybe you want to get your series six, series seven and help people with assets under okay. management. MikeRust.org. Make sure you guys use business bros as your, as your uh, promo code and we'll hook you up and you're going to see some stuff. I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of education stuff seeing as I'm a teacher. Nice. So the best way for you to become the person people look up to is to be the educator. Right. Yep. Once, yep. once you've taught somebody something, you will forever be on a pedestal to them. Even though they might surpass you in what they know, yep. they will always look up to you. Absolutely. And so, you know, Just that's like Robert Kiyosaki. Exactly. Exactly. I might know more than Robert at this point in my life. Who knows? That guy's pretty smart, but <laughs> you know, but it, it's possible that I know more, but I will always look up to him yeah, as absolutely. my mentor. Right. And so that's, that's, you know, and, and that's the thing about, any smart person that you ever talk to is they've, they've gotten really good at that one thing mm-hmm. and they become your mentor for that one thing. Yep. And so make sure that you always come back and you go back to your roots and yep. fundamentals for that one thing, but it will get you to where you want to go. Yeah. Did that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. Thank <laughs> awesome. <you. laughs> All right. Uh, before we uh, end the show though, some shout outs here. Uh, we had a few people stop in and say hi. Uh, Mila says, hi dad. Oh, and then there was, uh, by the way, this is Peyton. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Maurice Garcia. Garcia. Yeah, he There's left us. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he actually commented quite a bit. I, you guys were going on such good discussion. I didn't want to uh, jump in. But uh, he wants to know, where do you think the market is going? And how can I prove my lender did me dirty? He stuck me with a 5.625 interest rate. Maurice Garcia we talked about this, Maurice Garcia. <laughs> I'm gonna shake this. Yeah. Uh, no, You're he, in trouble. He, he's a great guy. He's he's a prime marine as well. Um, yeah. Well, p- 
call a QWR. It's called a qualified written response. Um, you can, you'll Google how to get it and, um, we'll, we'll look through everything for you. So and as far as where the market's going? Oh yeah. God, that's so weird. So my dad was just, I don't know how much time we have. My dad just asked me, he goes, Hey, I heard it's going to like, like negative interest rates or zero interest rate. And I'm like, the f- what? No. Like, let me look that up. I don't think that's right. But I'm like, how would that even look? Um, they the Japanese held, did it. I know that's what he was saying. So I'm really curious. Uh, so my background actually is finance. So I'm actually really curious to hear about that. As far as where the market's going, I mean, I'd, being in people's finances every day, I, I see where individuals are and there's mm-hmm. a definite spread. Um, and I don't think I've been on this planet long enough to, to watch trends. Uh, that's, oh, go to SCCIA. They, there's a guy, I'll post it, I'll find it. Um, he comes about two times a year, maybe three times a year, and tells where the market's going. And man, if he has not hit it every single time, it is so cool. Mm. Um, so I'll, I'll however I can. want to check that one out. Yeah. yeah. Once you find it, I mean, we're, we tagged you on the, on, on this show anyways. So there's a thread <laughs> of everybody's comments. Just drop it in there. I'm, yeah. I'm curious to find out. I mean, as far as if, if rates are any, I don't think it's a good, or a, a good meter. It really comes down to, and, and this is to me anyways, in my experience, people are always, is it my time to sell or is it my time to buy? Yes. Right. And that's Just. really where the, the root of the question is coming <laughs> from. Um, and, and I always and my my answer is always it depends. It like, depends. It like, let's look at depends. your let's look at your personal situation. Mm-hmm. What is it that you're trying to achieve? Can you afford the payments on a fixed loan? And if you can, and this is the direction you want to go in, then it's definitely your time to buy. Yeah. And if it's time to sell, what are you trying to achieve? Are you exactly. are you trying to cash out What's and take reason? this cash? Are you trying? You know, are you are you <laughs> under that threshold for the for for the exclusion? Come you know Uncle Sam time, or are you just looking for cash flow? Maybe we can you know owner finance or something like that. What is it that you want to achieve yeah, what is, and, and then we'll tell you whether it's the right time to achieve that or not yeah and there's a few ways to do it like whether you use owner financing i mean even there's that 10k ca- you know a uh, cap now mm-hmm. on you know what you can write off but we can use owner financing to actually get 100 percent of of we'll talk about that in a whole other time but to get 100 percent of write-offs on some of these more expensive homes that have a b- bigger tax hit yeah uh, for property taxes yeah i mean there's a it can get super creative and i super love that you have super creative but it but the question comes down to what is it that you want to achieve yeah so it what's depends. the reason what's and the if reason? it's just because so-and-so's house sold for x amount and then your the realtor's like oh it's time to sell they're always going to tell you it's time to sell mm-hmm. or i'm always gonna say it's time to buy oh we're always going to say that we're supposed to but yeah there's a bigger picture and it you know what's right for one person isn't always right for another so yeah there's you got to weigh everything i love that answer by the way it depends it yeah, it's Seriously. always my answer for a lot of things, and I don't know if people like it all the time. But I'm like, dude, I gotta know more. There's, there's, it's not a, a black it's and white not. answer. It's not. I wish I could tell you. And it's and not just about rate this or price this. It's, it's more, way more involved. There's a lot more, a lot more. <laughs> and uh, last thing, Maurice also asked a question for me uh, about an LLC that's generating 90k plus a year in nonprofits with 57 po- uh, sponsors. Should I have insurance? Yes. Yes. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> yes, absolutely. This is a liability um, issue. Like, yeah, this is for sure. Uh, hit me up right here, C- uh, James at csverse.com. I will be more than happy to talk with you about the different insurance needs that you might have. I mean, just off the top of my head, general liability, directors and officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there are any employees involved, then obviously workers comp. But um, yeah, there there's definitely liability issues there that uh, we might want to talk about. So. Nothing can put a biggest hurt in your dream than than a lawsuit, mm-hmm. than just a claim like that. Yeah, huge. He has a really great LLC. Since he was so, gave us the plug here. It's a uh, veterans helping veterans. I believe it's called Vets Helping Vets. Um, he does a lot for. Uh, 
four vets. Um, so I, I mean, it's like so much I can't even like narrow it down. Yeah, so that's cool. Just and your vet out. too. We're yeah, down. is is it uh, right off of Pacific Coast Highway? I don't know. He recently got married and maybe moved. I know he was okay. up north a little bit. Um, oh, because I, I was just asking. I actually used a and I, I, I don't I don't remember if it was the same one, but Veterans uh, Association um that helped me get my insurance license okay. right when i got out of the navy so yeah awesome yeah nice. i've he, he helped me with my compensation claim absolutely so or you know just kind of like walk me through what i need to do and you know because on on a i had a re relook or whatever it's called i don't even know i leave that up to him but yeah he was like here's what you need to do here's all the steps and man he just made it so easy for me so nice. teams man there are people yeah. who know things that are very good at that one mm-hmm. skill that they're very good at like you need to just be able to reach out put that stuff together yeah it's the way you make it. And he's I, a great dude. So, and he's yeah. a great dude. <laughs> 826,000 veterans helped yes. in Lake Elsinore now. Yes. That's so, where he is. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Maurice, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. But uh, definitely hit me up. We'll talk more about your insurance and <laughs> yes. needs. Oh my All right, God. Erica, I want you to look at this camera. Tell people how to get a hold of you. I got it. So do we have my Instagram handle? Because I'm terrible at Instagram. Uh, yes, it is it's Erica L. It is. All right. Instagram, Erica L. Hooper. Facebook, I have both a business and a personal. Just search Erica Hooper. And um, phone number, of course, 858-220-0276 is my personal. Erica, it's been fun. Yeah. Getting to know you. Yeah. Didn't I tell you it was going to be easy? I asked you tough (laughs) questions, but they were your questions. Like, they were your answers, right? That's fun. So so, uh, I got one question left. If anybody is on the fence about coming on the show, should they come? Yeah, of course. See? Yeah. It's comfortable. I, I make it easy. <laughs> did, but you, I, did, did you have somebody that's like on the fence or? No. Most people are like, hell yeah, I'm down. <laughs> but just, you know, I, you never know. There's people that have thought about reaching out to the show to get on the show and they just oh, yeah. don't for whatever reason. So reach out. Hit me up. My contact info, James' contact info. We'd love to have uh, hear your story on the show and, and get your information out. Like Erica's. Whoop, whoop. Woo. All right. Good job. All right, ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now. Or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.